This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! The Shark MMA Show. Hey guys, I just want to make a quick announcement. You can now get my book called Marcus the Vampire available in audiobook format. You can find it on Audible, ACX.com, and on iTunes. Again, the name of the book is called Marcus. The Vampire, The Dark World Chronicles. It's also available on Amazon.com. Check it out today if you can. Hi, everyone. I want you guys all to know that I also started a brand new podcast for topics outside the world of MMA. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio. It's called The Mark the Shark Show. Check it out. Again, it's called The Mark the Shark Show, available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and more for any topics outside the realm of mixed martial arts. Check it out today. Hey guys, the spooky season is just around the corner. What better way to get into the spirit of things then listening to the two witchy hosts of the Hocus Pocus, Less Focus podcast, host Suzanne Salzar and Denor Vasquez. They'll invite you to join them as they open up their broom closet and invite you to explore both the spiritual and metaphysical world. So sit back, relax with a well-brewed potion while our two witchy hosts bring you last as they focus on all this bunch of Hocus Pocus. You can find them on all major podcast platforms including Spotify and iTunes. Check them out today. All right, guys, the shark is back. And again with Zane, here to do a UFC recap of 266. And let me tell you, the card did not disappoint, man. Great card, man. Fight after fight. Yeah, I wasn't disappointed at all, man. And now the only one that I wish would have lasted a little longer was obviously the Diaz versus Lawler fight. But uh, considering he hasn't fought in five years, you know, I thought he did a pretty good job. I mean, we knew something was up because he... He was trying to, uh, he wanted to go fight at a higher uh, weight class. So I don't know, I don't know. My guess is he probably got injured or something and maybe he couldn't train that hard. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, you can't, I mean, he was the first, what was it? I forget what round he lost him. Was that the third? I don't even remember that. I believe it was the second round. The second round? I think so, yeah. Yeah, but. 
I mean, he took some shots from Lawler. I think it might have been. I don't have the results in front of me, but. I was wrong. I was wrong. It was uh, round three, 44 seconds into the the third round. Yeah, yeah. Because the first, you know, the first one or two, he didn't look that bad. He was still tapping Lawler, you know, hitting him and stuff. But uh, then that one punch in the nose, I guess, did it or something. But, I mean, he he definitely looked like he aged out. Like, I don't know if, like, from all the wars he was in, like, the arthritis and the injuries, like, just took a toll on him. But I, I bet you he would do good against, like, maybe, like, someone in the top 20, you know, if it was a three-round fight, you know. But uh, who knows? I mean, what would you think? I mean, I, I know you, you were glad they lost, but <laughs> I know my buddy was happy about it because he won money and money on that fight. But uh, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I I do feel that Nick did seem out of shape. It seemed like he was probably out of shape for a long time. He probably didn't have much motivation to be in shape. And then he looked a little bit confused or uh, a little bit hesitant to, at the end of the fight, when, when uh, they were talking to him about how the fight came about and how it was set up and all that. And he seemed, you know, a little bit confused, hesitant as to like how it came up and how fast it came up. So for a guy who didn't have much motivation to be in top shape and then all of a sudden this fight comes up, you know, it's really, really difficult to be UFC ready after three, four, five years of just saying, ah, the heck with it. I don't have to be in top shape, you know, and you're going up against, you know, someone who's ready to take your head off who's known to be a knockout artist and even though he beat him once before i just feel that if he was in better shape if he had motivation to be in shape if he took like six months to get in shape he would have come in there you know cut he would have come in there where he had plenty of time to practice and i honestly think that uh, nick diaz probably would have won I think he was very sharp, even for an out of shape. I think he was sharp. He was hitting them point blank, like similar to the way him and Nate always uh, have that type of accuracy. And they just, they just seem unafraid. They don't get tired. I just think that, um, you know, being so out of shape and uh, just not motivated. I think that's what, you know, not getting hit for a long time. You know, that does something to you. Well, I thought what was weird was that he didn't, like, I know, like, if I'm out for a while, you know, when you go back to your combat sport, you're a little, I don't want to say nervous, but you use a little bit more extra energy than you normally would, like, if you stepped up with it. He, He didn't seem like, he seemed very relaxed in there, considering he was out for, I think it was, like, five years. I think the nervous, I think the nervousness was hidden. They don't show um, too openly, you know, their nerves. They seem to be always uh, at peace, calm. And I think that he knew he hasn't been in there for a really long time. He he took a couple of big breaths when he was, you know, circling the cage before the fight. So I got a feeling that he probably was like, man, I'm going to be breathing heavy after that first round. And I think that's what, that's what happened. He was, 
he was getting tired. He wasn't used to sparring and working out and lifting. And, and I, and even still, he just had that natural fighter instinct. He just knew how to punch uppercuts, hooks, uh, man, flipping. He, he, you know, he'd probably go up against a top 10 fighter and, uh, he could probably maybe even win, but I just think he needed to be in better shape. That's what, that's what I think that killed him being in, in better shape. Yeah, I mean, I I have to admit, other than the main event, I was actually looking forward to that fight. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, maybe it's because I remember the first fight, how good it was. Whatever, I, I I knew I was. I was really looking forward to this card. I haven't, there's very few cards I get really excited about, but th- this one was definitely. Uh, I think that bad. this was, this was a. This was going to tell everyone, okay, is Nick back? Or mm-hmm. is this just a one-time thing? I got a feeling that this might be uh, one of those one-time things. I don't know yeah. if he has the motivation to say, all right, I'm now that I'm allowed to come back and fight in the UFC, I don't know if he wants to go and get in shape now. He's probably got a, a boatload of money. He's got nothing to prove. Yeah. And uh, he didn't seem too mad that he lost. You know, yeah. uh, he seemed at peace with it. So yeah, and then and then I'm thinking like for Lawler because prior to this, I think he had like three or four losses. I think I'm thinking now that he won this fight, I don't think he should be looking for uh, like another title run. I think he should do what like uh, the Diaz Nate Diaz does. He just tries to get the money fights, like big name fights, and I think that this will help him put him on the map for that. Mark, you have you know, to like correct- just fight like other guys, like super fights, you know. Mark, you got to correct me if I'm wrong. I think the last UFC fight that Nate Diaz had was against Anderson Silva. No, it was uh, Leon, uh, the guy Leon. Leon oh, that- wait a second, wait a second. Are you that sure was that wait, it was, was Leon that Edwards Nate? last year. Was that Nate or Nick? That was Nate. Oh, you're asking for Nick? Yeah. Oh no, that was Anderson Silva. Right, that's what I, I thought. I thought you were talking about Nate. Nate was now, Leon Edwards. He he looked pretty. Now, how long ago was that? Uh, like was five, five years ago. Five years ago, because he got his license suspended. Okay, so that was his very last fight. That's what I thought, and yeah. he looked good. He looked good against Anderson Silva. I remember the type of preparation that he had. He said he brought in some big name, uh, world champion kickboxers. Uh, to help uh, imitate, uh, you know, Silva. And even though Silva looked good and he, you know, technically he beat him, you know, he didn't beat him up. You know, he didn't like knock him out. You know, this, this one that, that Nick Diaz, this was a beating like, wow, he actually, you know, Robbie Laura actually stopped him. You know, I think some people weren't ready for that. Um, But I think Lawler, I think, you know, I think Lawler should try to, just do super fights, man. Well, Just that's what, money. I don't think I don't think he's these are ready fun. for title contention. You know. No, I think that I think both of them, their time has passed. I think that Robbie Lawler is still very much the same, but there were so many shots that that Lawler got hit with. You and I were both watching the fight together, and we're like, "How come he just just he's got to either get in or get out? You can't you can't just stay in the pocket with with Nate Diaz unless I I, I thought that." A better strategy was to go to the body more. 
because he felt, uh, I think that Nick not being in shape, he might not be able to take it to the body. And then when you, you know, when your, when your body's hurting, it's hard for you to keep your hands up and throw a punch. Yeah. But anyway, now let's I, get to the, 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 the co-main event. Now I think yeah. this one was, um, I don't think it was unexpected that Valentino Chavenko was going to win against Murphy, but I, I think you were somewhat like, I think you were kind of betting with, uh, you know, for Murphy to win. No, well, well the thing is, I don't remember had... what you said on the last podcast, but I think, I think that's what you were. I think that's who you picked. This is, this is my opinion. In Valentina is, this is her perfect weight. And this division was basically made for her. She went up against Amanda Nunes and it was close at one point. Yeah. And then, you know, some people felt that she won. Some people felt that uh, Valentina, you know, lost or won. I honestly think it was very, very close between her and Amanda. But I think that Amanda still was a little bit above. And I think that this weight class for Valentina is perfect. And I think she's going to be a champion for a while. But the thing is, there's going to be no one's going to, uh, in my opinion, right now, there's no one in her weight class that has the skills that she has. No. She's fast. She punches hard. Everything with her is accurate. It's set up. She's always on balance. She has uh, she's great takedowns and great ground game herself. Even though that she went up against Lauren Murphy, who was supposed to be that's going to be her strong point. But my thing yeah. was Murphy. I felt had the ability to maybe you know yeah, what I'm she, in there though. No, she, well she's going to very like, end. Was, I, she got, was, I think it was the fourth or fifth round. It was the fourth round. Fourth round. Yeah, I mean, not for nothing. Not too many people go past round two with this lady. Well, let me say this about Lauren Murphy. I thought that Lauren Murphy was going to have the ability to mix it up, get dirty, and take maybe Valentina off her game, maybe make Valentina fight, you know, Lauren's fight. But Lauren just tried and tried and tried. She just could not get in there. She couldn't find an opening, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I think. Money quarterback, but yeah. Valentina was just too good. I, 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 To me, it looked like she was toying with her. Like, I didn't think she was toying. I think, I think, she, I think she could have finished. I, I think the fir first round is usually all feeling out, but I think if she really wanted to, she could have ended quicker. I think she was making it last to see and just taking her time and pacing herself. And I, 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 I don't think I mean, she was you might say she might have been playing it safe, but I think she and, was. And she just like, like, I think at one point we were saying it, and then all of a sudden she just. Humbled her and, and TKO'd her. I but think I she, think she could to, have done it a little, a little, you know, maybe a round or two quicker. I think. I think she wanted to feel her out and see where her weaknesses were. She, first of all, Lauren had a very good stance; she was very tight. Yeah, yeah. And then, but she, she did very good. She she picked her apart with that leg kick. You know, that was starting to hurt. She she was able to get into uh, her with combinations, and little by little, she got softer and softer. And then that's when Valentina started to open up more. But yeah. she, yeah, she needed to take her time. I think that Lauren Murphy was a justifiable uh, opponent, but she she just didn't have enough. Yeah, I, I say she's going to be the uh, ruling that for at least two years. Well, I mean, it, 
maybe a little bit longer because there's not that many women that compete in MMA, so she might be able to pull it off for three years. But here's my thing. I'm thinking that Amanda, who's who's the reigning champ for a division above her, I have a gut feeling that maybe she may not hold that weight class and this focus on the heavier weight class, which was at, what, the 145? So I think Valentina, she wanted to. Like, I think if Amanda's out, I bet she could win the 135 division and be a two-division two champ, just like Amanda. That's that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. We'll have to see. Who knows who's, you know, they're going to be new fighters. I, I, I don't know how hard it would be for her to cut, but I bet you, man, if she if she went down a weight class, if she, I don't know if she could physically do it. I bet she knocked out the, the division underneath her, and if Amanda goes out on a division above her, she could win that one. I don't, I don't know. I, I I think it's hard for for a fighter if you're winning the heavier weight class and you want the lighter one to maintain winning the lighter one because you've seen Cormier do it. He did it the light heavyweight, and then once he went up to heavyweight, he just stuck up there because of the weight cut. It's like a bitch. But let's get to the. Uh, you talked about Rose Namajunas. She's the one fifteen champ. Yeah, um, and then uh, you have. Wait, who's a who's a one hundred five? Oh no, she's definitely gonna make one hundred five, bro. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking about one hundred five possibly coming up. But anyway, I I think that right now whoever's the champ, they, it's pretty pretty definitive. Um, going to the men's division, we have. Uh, I know that we might not be might not be scheduled to talk about this, but I think we got a good fight coming up between uh, Peter Yan and uh Aljamain Sterling that's at 135 that's supposed to come up soon I think I so, thought Aljamain I thought he got I thought Sterling got hurt again I don't know if he got hurt but I but technically he is the champion he really shouldn't be in my opinion um I think that Jan was winning the fight and anyway we could talk about that some other time yeah, we'll I know see if that he, even happens I, I think I heard he got hurt now let's move on to the to the main card. Now, I honestly can say this is one of the very few championship fights where I really didn't care who won. I just wanted to see a fight. Like, usually there's sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't think this guy's going to win. I'm going to, you know, I like this guy. Or I hate this guy, whatever. This one, I thought they were both capable, but I got to admit, man, the current champ. Volkanovski, I mean, he, like, I, to be honest, I don't recall ever seeing him fight before, which is weird. Uh, but, I mean, he put on a clinic with Ortega, man, on the feet. Well, and, 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 and then I, those submission holds that Ortega had on him, I, I, especially that triangle, I thought, especially when he cut the corner, I thought he had it. I thought he had it with the guillotine. I was turning purple. I think he even said in the press conference that he thought he was fucked when he hit that on that on that one guillotine. He just like got it through. I gotta give it to that guy, man. He, the, there's a reason why he's a champ. That was a great fight. I mean, that that fight did not disappoint, man. Usually, I kind of sometimes I'm tired at that time and want the fights to end early. But that one, man, I was like all pumped up for it, man. I was really happy for it. Then, all right, I got, some, I got some things I want to say about this. Yeah. Fight. You and I, we talked extensively about this. 
there's something about now first of all his skills alexander uh volkanovsky i think he's one of those guys that under the radar if you're not really paying attention to what he's doing in the ring you don't really know why is he winning but you and i noticed especially in this fight he has uh, amazing pressure the pressure that he was putting on ortega backing him up backing him up just yeah you know that that's one thing when you back up a fighter and you set the pace where i'm coming after you and then he cuts off the ring he's he's very fast he's very fast he moves laterally and he cuts you off and he forces you to fight his fight which is up close and he's gonna beat you because he can take a good shot and he hits like a truck i mean the size of the hands the guy has his feet just his that fire hydrant, you know, type of. Yeah. You know, I, like I think the key for him was definitely his footwork, man. He was. He had excellent footwork. Yeah, I mean, but, it's not like bouncing around like a boxer. He just had that item in and I'm out. And then he was the way he managed Ortega against the cage. He was able to corner him. Yeah. Off. Yep. I, 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 I just thought he did a, he did a fantastic. Obviously, he won. But like I like I didn't know who was gonna win this fight, but I thought like obviously that if Ortega won, it would have been definitely submission. But when he, I mean he, I mean Ortega was tired, you know, but still, I'm sure uh, uh, the champ was a little tired from putting the beating on him, <laughs> and he still managed to get out. But man, that that was that was an amazing fight. I I hope I don't know if there will be a rematch. I, I don't know. I don't recall them ever saying there's going to be an immediate rematch. Like sometimes people are like, oh, let's take it back again. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I'm just hoping Ortega doesn't want to like. When uh, Alexander Volkanovsky went up against, 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 uh, whatchamacallit, the Hawaiian guy. Um, Wow, Holloway? Holloway. When he went up against him, it was justifiable to have a rematch because it was really, really close. But with this one against Ortega, you know, he – it was pretty damn – and even though that Ortega, Ortega had pulled moments, it off was tearing, like getting – He, he uh, had his moments. better at the end, which was weird, considering the beating. Like, he was actually tagging him. I'm, I mean, maybe he's just a slow starter. <laughs> I mean, he had to know that he was like, losing. But it just seemed like when he came out in that last round, he was like – he was tagging the champ more. I, I don't know – what considering he was exhausted, his head was all bashed up from the accident of the headbutts, his arms were gassed out from trying to choke him. I'm sure his legs were. Um, I don't know. Maybe Dana will be like, all right, if you win your next one, I mean, I don't know how how soon Ortega's gonna be willing to fight, but maybe like if he wins his next one, he'll get another shot, considering if the champ's still there. But I mean, I just hope he isn't like one of those guys like Kenny Florian or Cowboys Heroni that always like gets to the championship but never ever gets it. You know, he might be. He might be one of those like they just because just sometimes there's just a, such a big gap between the contender and the uh, champ. But we'll see. You know, what do you think? I think that there's no one in the division right now that I can think of at 145. That is, I mean, except for, I mean, Holloway gave him two good fights. 
they were both close. I think the second one was a little bit more definitive about Alexander Volkanovsky. I think some people, a lot of people felt that Holloway won the first fight. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I just think that this particular fight, Brian Ortega did, you know, he did lose. I think that Ortega probably has about, he should have to go and, and fight three top fighters, top 10 fighters, and then get another rematch. Yeah, I don't recall. I don't recall. Was was he the number one, or was he like lower? I don't recall what his rank was. Well, as far as rankings, he, um, I, I think know. now, I think he was, I think he was the number two. Max Holloway was number one, I think, because Max Holloway beat Brian Ortega, and it was really bad. Well, so maybe what they'll may do is they may just say, "All right, Brian Ortega, Ortega and." Uh, Holloway go at it one more time. No, well, I, I mean, let's put it this way: if if there's another fight, Yair Rodriguez. Who? Do you know you know Yair Rodriguez, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he's already matched up with him, Max Holloway and Yair Rodriguez. I'm pretty sure. That right. So let's assume that Holloway beats that guy, and in the meantime, let's say the champ has another fight and he wins that fight maybe, and let's say somehow Ortega gets another fight and he wins this fight. I'm thinking that maybe they match up Holloway and Ortega again. And then a winner of that goes against the champ. But either way, you're probably looking at another year out. Well, you also have the the Korean zombie. Who beat the Korean zombie? Yeah, Ortega beat him. Yeah, so that was what got him to this title, title shot. And then you also have uh, who is this guy in the rankings? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Calvin Qatar. I don't know how great he is, but yeah. uh, I mean, I think only in this circumstance, I think only time is going to tell, bro. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now Ortega does have an option. I think that he probably cuts weight big time just to get to 145. I mean, he could try 135, but I mean, that's really, that's really cutting it. I, I think, I think if, I mean, I, I don't know what his health is. I don't know what's going on in his brain, but I'm thinking if the champ's still the champ and Holloway wins that fight, I think it, it all depends because it seems like the UFC likes him. Dana likes him. He's got a couple, you know, he's got those commercials going. He brings in the crowd. I think if he wins another fight, Holloway wins that other fight, or if Holloway loses, then maybe Ortega against that guy that Holloway's fighting. You never know what's going to happen. I don't think that Holloway or Brian Ortega can really go up or down. I think that you know they're they're already. I mean, this is it, man. It's like do or die. Yeah, but that's okay. Now you also have Alexander Volkanovsky. If he has a good enough run, he might say, "I want to go up to one fifty-five," and then now you're dealing with. I don't know if he can handle one fifty-five. I don't know. I bet, I bet you he doesn't even cut that much weight. I think that could be wrong. I think if anything, Alvin, uh, I think he does cut weight. I think he probably walks around at like 175. I think soon. Okay. Know. Who knows? Maybe it's one. Maybe he walks around at 165. I don't know. I'm just saying. We'll say. Is a lot now you hear Connor. Connor's calling him out now. And I think. We'll he'd see. Lose, I think. I think he'd lose against Alexander. I think Connor would lose. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what All happens. Right, Mark, Only the future can tell. All right, guys. So this is the end of the uh, recap for this week. 
stay tuned for the following week. And don't forget to uh, check out the website, www.markthesharkmmshow.com. Make a donation, buy a hoodie, support the podcast. All right, guys. Shark is out. Zane's out. See you guys next week. Take care, Mark. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark the Shark, called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.marktheshark.mmashow.com What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called the Mark the Shark MMA show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.